At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on VSIN's primetime action, hour number three, live from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Let's talk some college football. Let's have an opportunity to have a chat between Matt and Pete. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Pete Futak from College Football News. How you doing, Pete? Have a chat. Is that kind of like have a catch? Is that like in the same kind of way? Can I have a chat with the, you guys about college football here? I'm not hearing in my ear right now, Matt. So you take over. I uh, so so Pete, we're sitting here. Uh, we're sitting here. I was talking on the on the break about you told me about Tyler Shug. Is that it, Shug? Show. 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 How do we say it? Come on, Pete. Oh, we're having some oh, audio problems. Audio problem. He's not hearing you either. All right. All right. All right. Well, well then. Well, audio problems all around. Audio problems all around. Yeah. All of a sudden, everything just uh, just begged down. Um, okay. So you never got a chance to uh, rail. Uh, he's thrown for 804 yards already. Yeah. Just not on the board. Would you still, you're going to ask him, would you still bet him? Or do you do I feel like he does he feel like he's playing well because I've yet <laughs> yeah. to catch a, a Texas Tech game so far so far <laughs> this year. Um, I I we're, we're working on the uh, connection with Pete, but I would I'm, I would venture to say Pete would still be on board with that. We'll find out momentarily. I mean they're three now. Yeah, that's I didn't know that you actually made that bet. Yeah, what was your number? A hundred. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I don't know where uh, we'll, we'll have to see because Wheelie went down to thirty to one on JT Daniels. Are you seeing show Kelly uh, late? He's, he said it was still 100. Oh, still 100. Yeah, right? so which which means he hasn't <laughs> played worse, though. No, that's true. So, so still he, available. So, so he hadn't played badly. He may not have, like, rocketed up the board or anything. But, hey, you know, I mean, he hasn't played poorly. Uh, while we work on Pete, a couple baseball updates. Uh, Yankees did get two back on the Rangers. Uh, but a play at the plate, I think, makes it, keeps it at 3-2. to two. I uh, had my head turned while we were where we were efforting Pete Futak, an outfield assist from Adalis Garcia, uh, who has 14 outfield assists this season, tying the Rangers rookie record, and that keeps the Rangers on top of the Yankees. So just uh, not quite what the doctor ordered there. Um, Yankees looked like they were in serious business, but they did cut the lead from three to nothing to three to two. So uh, we have ourselves a ball game. Meanwhile, Phillies losing to Baltimore one to nothing. That in the bottom of the sixth in Philadelphia, one on and one out for the Phillies as they desperately try to keep contact with the Braves. Three out of the NL East lead, um, and it looks like uh, into the fourth. Red Sox put a couple more on the board. They are up ten one now 
on the Mets. Okay. I think we've made contact with Pete Futek. I know I'm doing better over here. Ladies and gentlemen, let's try that again. From College Football News, it's Pete Futek. How you doing, Pete? I think I'm here. You got me? We got you oh, we now. got you. It's all good let's now. Go. All right, uh, Matt, you get the first uh, salvo here. Yes. So, uh, way back in the summer, we were talking about long-shot Heisman odds, and you said at Texas Tech there was a quarterback named Tyler. We're going with Sh- Sh- Show? Shug? Show. 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 Like shug, like shrug without the R. Okay, shug. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I'm looking. He's still a hundred to one. I got him at a hundred to one. He is still a hundred to one. The team is three and zero. He's thrown for eight over eight hundred yards. Tell me how he's how is he playing? Is he still worth a long shot bet right now? Not really. He had one big game last week where it finally all started to kick in for Texas Tech. But now the big games come up, and Texas Tech is playing pretty well. They. Problem is they didn't play well enough so far to really make a splash in the win over Houston to start the season, but he's going to get Oklahoma. He's going to get Texas. He's going to get enough big games. The problem is going to have to be Texas tech has to be Texas tech again, and he's going to have to put up those mega numbers. He does have first round draft pick talent and tools. Now it just all has to match. And he has to do what he did last week and start throwing for over 400 yards. And he's got to get those big wins. But look this year, Give me the Heisman guy. There isn't one right now. I mean, they're just, if the season ended today, it's Bryce Young, I guess, but there's just nobody out there right now. Matt Corral, the short shot, two to one, just shorter than Bryce Young to win the Heisman currently. Um, Notre Dame and Wisconsin this weekend, Soldier Field in Chicago. Won't be quite the atmosphere that we saw at State College this past week at the Penn State-Auburn game. That was unbelievable. But Ooh, uh, the whiteout. Oh, no, it's not going to be the whiteout. You didn't You didn't respect the whiteout, Pete. You I don't, don't appreciate it. Them. They're wearing white T-shirts. Now they're going to try. <laughs> you don't think that put them over the top? I think it had something to do with it. Uh, no, so they just yell. Like, they can't yell in regular, you know, polo T-shirts or something. They need the white. That, so, that matters. So the Wisconsin lost to Penn State earlier in the year, uh, not looking as bad as it once did, perhaps. And Wisconsin, a six-and-a-half-point favorite against the Fighting Irish team that just seems to get by every week. Where do you stand on this game? It's this simple. If Wisconsin turns the ball over twice, Notre Dame's got a shot. If they turn it over three times, Notre Dame wins. If it doesn't turn it over twice, Wisconsin wins this easily. What have we seen yet from Notre Dame to suggest that it can do anything against this defense? They're going to run for one yard exactly on this Wisconsin defense. Wisconsin's going to hold the ball for 49 minutes, and then it's just a question of whether or not they can do anything in the red zone. They they actually dominated for relatively speaking, Penn State out of two outside of two big plays. They had that game. They had them in yards. They had them in time. They had them everything else. They just kept misfiring in the red zone. Look, Notre Dame's been okay. They figured out how to get it done. They do have a defensive line. They do have a pass rush. Uh, but the Notre Dame offensive line has been awful so far. They're not going to be able to run. The pass protection has been bad, and Wisconsin's had two weeks off to prepare for this. It is Wisconsin unless you think they're going to turn the ball over because no big-time team can handle turnovers worse than the Badgers. One other game uh, this week with a couple of ranked teams, A&M and Arkansas playing at AT AT&T Stadium. Right now, A&M, five-and-a-half, six-point favorite here. Both teams, three-and-O. A&M, of course, with that outside kind of chance of hoping that they might be able to compete and get into the final here. What do we think about this one, Pete? It's a scary game because even when Arkansas is bad over the years, they've pushed Texas A&M. Now, they've lost a million years in a row in this series, but they always seem to make it a game. And Arkansas this year, it's kind of Wisconsin South. This is what Arkansas tried to do when they hired Brett Bielema a few years ago and say, okay, we can't get the guys like Alabama and Florida can get, just like Wisconsin can't get the guys that Ohio State can get. Uh, So what they did is we're going to have this pounding team. We're going to do everything right. And we're going to bring the Wisconsin thing down here to Arkansas. It didn't work. Sam Pittman's doing that. Sam Pittman is an offensive line coach by trade. And what's Arkansas doing? Their offensive line's great. Their defensive line's great. They're not screwing up. They're controlling the clock. They have a running game. They're doing everything Wisconsin-like because they don't have that sort of talent. What they can't quite do, though, is throw. And Texas A&M's one of those teams that likes to control the clock, control the tempo. Uh, But that offense just has not gotten going yet like it should. I'm going to sheepishly take Texas A&M just because they should win and they're better. But Arkansas is just blocking and tackling really, really well right now. And that might be enough to make this interesting. 
I asked you this uh, this morning before the primetime action crowd. Clemson, 10-point favorites. Now looking some, I see some nine-and-a-halves now. But 10 consensus still at North Carolina State. Uh, let's forget the spread for a second. Should people be surprised if NC State upsets Clemson? Not at all. It's the exact same analysis almost as to a point of the Ohio State-Oregon game and uh, Alabama and Florida, where NC State's got guys. It doesn't have the same level of guys that Clemson's got, but it's got experience. It's got talent. It's got a veteran quarterback. It's got the coaching staff. It's got all the pieces there where they can make a good run at this. The problem that we're all forgetting, because it's easy to talk about how bad the Clemson offense is, that defense is still a killer. It was uh, just dominant last year. It's dominant this year. The Clemson problem continues to be, and it was this way last year, even though I think they led the ACC in, in yards and everything like that, but they couldn't run all that well. And Travis Etienne never really got going last year, and the running game has not been working so far this year, but the defense is picking up the slack. I, To your point, that's a lot of points to be giving away for a team that's just struggling like this. We know what Clemson can do. I actually like NC State with the points. And if Clemson goes Clemson and goes 35-10, you're just like, okay, well, they, this is the week they turned it on. Pete, so Florida, you you said you thought that the 14-and-a-half was too much. Uh, they gave Alabama all they could handle, the two-point loss there at home. You look at the rest of the schedule. So it's, it's Tennessee, Kentucky, Vanderbilt. Now they do have to go on the road to Baton Rouge to LSU, and then they get Georgia at home. But then they close out South Carolina, Sanford, Missouri, and Florida State. So you have that that two-game stretch there at Baton Rouge and then in the Georgia at home. I understand they already have one loss. It is a two-point loss to Alabama. If they are able to take care of business through the rest of the season here, if they're able to go to Baton Rouge and beat LSU, if they're able to beat Georgia at home, is there a chance that this team could get into the mix here even if they were to lose to Alabama again in an SEC championship game? You're talking about my biggest college football playoff pet peeve. Of course they should. Of course you're. You can't. If you if Alabama is the be all end all number one team in the country that gets every first place vote but one in one poll and like five in the other poll. If that is the number one team and they got a two point conversion away from taking that number one team into overtime. Why are you punishing them by moving them down the rankings or keeping them at 11? They they are. They, that's a top five caliber team. Why would the college football playoff committee punish them if they lost twice to the be all end all number one team, assuming Alabama gets through Ole Miss and Texas A&M and the rest of its schedule? The, the playoff committee just does it. It's so weird how that happens. And to your point, let's say they lose to Georgia and rip through everybody else. And let's say Georgia goes undefeated until they lose to Alabama. And then why can't it be Alabama, Georgia, Florida, and just say, hey, look, Florida's losses are to Alabama and Georgia. That means they might be the third best team in the country uh, in theory. So if they played at to your scenario, let's say they do do all that. They beat Georgia and they play tough against Alabama. They don't get annihilated, but they play just tough enough. And that's their only two losses. It just depends on whether or not there's an undefeated Oklahoma, an undefeated, let's say, Iowa, an undefeated Oregon. Just depends if there's other teams in the mix. Thank you, Peter. We appreciate it. Sorry about the audio problems early. As, as the music plays us out, just a one-team one answer. Your favorite bet on the board against the number is? Kentucky. I like them to, to roll this week. Kentucky against the number. That's Pete's play of the week. Thank you, Pete. Appreciate it, Pete Futak. Later, guys. From College Football News, at Pete, F-I-U-T-A-K, and I owe that man a text. I am so bad at putting in my picks for collegefootballnews.com. We'll come back. We'll preview the late-night baseball games, and a little later on, still this hour, the winless market. We did the undefeated one last night. Who will be the last team in the NFL to go winless? Coming up on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on VSIN's primetime action live from the South Point, Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Uh, one note on Antonio Brown. We talked earlier on the show about Antonio Brown uh, testing positive for COVID. We should mention he is vaccinated. So if he gets two negative tests 24 hours apart, he's good to go. Correct. So. We should stipulate that. I don't believe we did earlier. Just no, we didn't. But he had, did, yeah. did test positive yes. today. So, but but being vaccinated is the key, right? That's what lets you back on the field <laughs> it's quicker. Also tricky. Yeah, it's like... that. I mean, that I think that gets lost on people. The key is if you're vaccinated, the rules are vastly different than if you're non-vaccinated. Vastly different. Yes. yes. So, uh, Yankees once again making noise. Bottom of the sixth, trailing the Rangers three to two, one out, but runners at first and second. For the Bronx Bombers, who, again, if they win, will go into the number two wildcard position in the American League with the Blue Jays having lost already today. The Phillies did get a two-run shot from Andrew McCutcheon, the old veteran Andrew McCutcheon, two-run shot in the bottom of the sixth. They are now up on Baltimore as a, what were they, minus 345? 345. <laughs> two to one over Baltimore now in the top of the seventh. But The Orioles have a runner at first, one man on, one out. So... And I'm and I'm sitting here waiting for in the next Juan Soto at bat. Just want to let you guys know that you guys do your thing. I'll be waiting for the Juan Soto. <laughs> These Wednesday injury reports, um, nothing to get super concerned about, but it does at least put players on our radar to monitor throughout the rest of the week. So, you know, outside of the Antonio Brown thing, just again, this does not mean they're not going to play. This doesn't even mean they'll end up with an injury designation. It is just uh, it's the Wednesday always gives them players to at least like you know start to monitor. Dalvin Cook did not practice today for the Minnesota Vikings. If you saw, if you're watching that game, he had to leave two different times, but he came back in yeah. both, both both times. So he got nicked up two different times, was able to come back in both both times. According to Zimmer, <laughs> just these old school coaches, Dalvin's a tough guy. He makes us go, so we'll continue to play him. So basically, like... <laughs> Like Thanks. as long as he can hobble out there, yeah. like he's gonna. Thanks for my question on his health uh, status for Sunday. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't that dodged the question. Yeah, um, uh, AJ Brown, Jamison Crowder, DeAndre Hopkins, all guys that didn't practice on Wednesday. Again, a lot of these guys sometimes get veteran days off. Uh, the DeAndre Hopkins thing though was listed as ribs, so hopefully mm. uh, nothing too too concerning there with him. But something that we want to, again, just we'll monitor throughout the course of the week. But a guy like, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, a guy like A.J. Brown, these these are guys that are certainly impact players if they can't go for these these teams. It would be awesome if the final Friday night injury reports that we go through game by game, team by team here exhaustively on primetime action don't come back to haunt us this week as they did last week. Because really, so much of what we did was a fade of the injury report. And... To a game, none of those came through. So, and that I think isn't more of an aberration. That won't be the rule. But every once in a while, you might get clipped by that. And I think that was the rare week last week where if you bet early, you're almost better off. Yeah. And I, I mean, a couple of different ones too. Just, I think I just missed, I just misdiagnosed a team. Like I gave the, I gave the Steelers too much credit, I, I believe, you know, just as a team in general. Like I, I, Gave them too much credit in that. And while we did end up playing them because it looked like, 
you know, how beat up that the Raiders are going to be. That being said, it doesn't really matter when your quarterback can't produce at all. I mean, like, like but, when, when you got a guy that can't do anything. Though, in our defense, I will say this, T.J. Watt got hurt after the mm-hmm. first quarter. And listen, there's no way I can prove that that game would have been different. Right. But that game would but have he been was different. Disru- he was disrupted yes. when he was in there. So, I mean, you know, so much of this is, oh, well, there was nothing you can do at that point. You're like, it's not the same game. He's that important to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the price of doing business. Sometimes you're going to have in-game injuries. That's the thing with, uh, you know, fantasy football, too. You have an in-game injury. There, there is no remedy for that in fantasy, and oftentimes yeah. in betting there's no remedy for it. The uh, We mentioned about the, the 49ers back situation. So, Trey Sermon, Jermichael Hasty, Elijah Mitchell, all not practicing oh on Wednesday for them. Oh so, that is the, you know, the reason why they go out and sign Chris Tom. I mean, it, it's bad. It doesn't look like Hasty or Mitchell is going to be able to go. Maybe Sermon, if he's able to clear concussion protocol, uh, might be able to to go for them because his, his wasn't actually a, you know, like a physical injury. His was the, the concussion thing. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's... Uh, it's rough for for them in there, and then Deontay Johnson didn't practice for the Steelers um, today. He went down. If you were watching that game, he also went down. It didn't. It looked like it was going to be a bad injury. Apparently, avoided serious injury, and they're kind of doing this whole week to week thing, day to day thing with him. But he didn't practice on Wednesday either. So we'll monitor all these guys tomorrow and see what it looks like on Thursday. A lot of times on Wednesday, these guys get nicked up. They don't practice them, but that at least puts on our radar who we need to be kind of honing in on and making sure that these guys are going to be out there, especially if it's a team we want to bet on. Chris Thompson, for those who missed it, signed by the 49ers. Yes, that Chris Thompson. Kelly, you remember Chris Thompson in his FSU days? Oh, Florida State, yeah, absolutely. All right, just checking. They, uh, uh, Jacquez Patrick, I believe is his name, who was on the team. I think he's a rookie, undrafted rookie. He was on the team last year or the year before. They also brought him in. So there's only like a 12-year age gap or something between those guys. <laughs> But go get Frank Gore. He's 39. He's ready to go. Getting ready for a boxing career. Here's the thing, though. It doesn't matter who Kyle Shanahan, seemingly doesn't matter who he brings in. They always perform. They always perform. I would love to see Chris Thompson have a big game for them. And Le'Veon Bell is still mired on the on the Ravens depth chart somewhere? Yeah, yeah, on the practice squad. Yeah. Wow. They, they'd be able to activate him. Wow. Yankees bases loaded. Walk of Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo, who does three things. He hits homers, he strikes out, and he walks. Yes. Highest three true outcome player in all of baseball percentage-wise. Close to 60% of his at-bats end up in one of those three things. I think next closest is like 51%. And so now with the score of 3-2, to two, and the base is loaded with one out in the bottom of the sixth, the Yankees trailing 3-2, to two, Glaber Torres comes to the plate in a massive moment for the Yankees with so few games left in the regular season and a chance to take over the number two wildcard position. I'm sorry, you had more football to discuss. Oh no, I was just uh, I, I was just kind of pointing out that these uh, the injury report stuff just kind of further go on on that. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times too, these teams I think are a little bit have figured out how to game the system just a little bit as well. I think putting guys listed as questionable that maybe are more closer to probable. Maybe you know if the probable des- designation still existed. Maybe they would list him as probable. Maybe they wouldn't. I don't know. But, like, since it doesn't, all we get is questionable on these guys. And, like, I think it's one of those they err on the side of caution where it's like, okay, we'll list the guy as questionable just in case he doesn't go. And, you know, from a, from, from our standpoint, well, we look and you see, like, six different guys listed as questionable. You start playing the odds. You think, like, okay, well, I mean, if six guys are listed as questionable, at least a couple of these guys aren't going to play most likely. But that's not always the case now with this all, with all this. So, I think there'll be some teams that are a little bit more cautious with the way that they do their injury designations, and there'll be some teams that are a little bit more liberal. We'll have to figure out how to we'll have to figure out how to kind of parse those teams. I'll I'll try and see if I can dig in and figure out the percentage of guys listed as questionable for teams that actually end up going as opposed to like not guys. Guess your question. Mm-hmm. The and and I we all pride ourselves on picking up every detail about football all the time mm-hmm. year after year. Why did they eradicate the probable designation? I, I, I have no idea. I never caught the reason. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't get that. And especially as it coincides with the ascension of legalized sports betting, right? it becomes a problematic thing. I was going to say, they were making it too easy on you in a, joking, in, a, in a joking manner, but no, you're totally right. When it comes to betting, like that's it's nice to know that guys are listed as probable. They're going to go. Really yeah. going to go. Yeah, I, I never got it. I thought, I, if I remember correctly, it was something along the lines of it was just 
too many designations for coaches, and so like they didn't like. You know, they well, didn't like, want him to have to, like, you know, oh, is, he, is he probable or is he questionable? Yeah. So we'll just make everyone questionable. But like we said, Gil, aren't we all questionable? Day-to-day. We're all day-to-day. <laughs> aren't we all questionable? Glaber Torres with a really bad strikeout. So now two down and the bases loaded. It'll be Gio or Shella to face Santana with the Yankees down 3-2. to two. Again, bottom of the sixth. Big moment for the Yankees. Orioles have tied up the Phillies. Two to two. That is oh. going to be a wild pitch, and the game is tied. Strolling in from third is Judge... Three to three, runners at second and third now in a tie ball game. Urshel is still at the plate. That was a, by the way, that was impossible for the for Trevino, the catcher. <laughs> first pitch of the at bat, too. Just second to, pitch. Second pitch. Oh, no, first pitch, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, catcher had no, Trevino had no shot. No chance. Yeah. Football Outsiders has updated their DVOA playoff report, which they do every single week, where they take into account not only how the teams have played, but future scheduling, different things like that. Um, top five teams to win the Super Bowl, according to their advanced metrics here. Number one, the Bucks, as you would imagine, coming in at 22.2%. This is per who? Uh, football Outsiders. Football Outsiders, okay. Uh, the Bucks, 22.2%. Wow. One in every five. High. Yeah, one in every five. Yeah. Wow. Um, Chiefs, 12.9%. At second, the Ravens, third, at 7.4%. Bills, 7.2%. At fourth, and then the Rams, Fifth at six point four percent. So Bucks, Chiefs, Ravens, Bills, Rams are your top five teams. I'm gonna have Aaron. Uh, I have Aaron shots on a numbers game quarterly in the NFL season. Then I have him on the podcast, the Beating the Book podcast as well, which you'll be on next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will be one of my first questions. Like, do you ever remember what was the last time a team had this high of a percentage in uh, per DVOA to win the Super Bowl at this point in the season? I would imagine he would go back to some of Tom Brady's New England teams. Probably. Yeah. Wow. That's that's surprising to me. Would you? Would that surprise you a little? Not yeah, you I mean, like I, I guess there is so much priors to the Bucks yeah. that go into all this, but still, that's just that's crazy. Twenty two point two percent. We're only we'll, two games in. We'll update late baseball coming up, and which team will be winless the furthest into the season? That market coming up on Vsense Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on Vsense, the Sports Betting Network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Um... I'm going to annoy you guys so much tonight. You guys can talk about me after the show, but I just have to, <laughs> I just have to put this out here. Well, one soda stats coming. That's exactly what's about to happen. <laughs> you heard the one earlier, right? Uh, here's one. Juan Soto, by the way, intentional walk on his fifth. So he has, he has reached base all five times tonight. Make it 23 games this season. Now this is from Mark Zuckerman. Make it 23 games this season with Juan Soto reaching base at least four times. Only six players have done it more times in modern baseball history. Babe Ruth, four times. Barry Bonds, three times. Lou Gehrig, Ted Williams, Mickey Mantle, Wade Boggs. I don't care what y'all say. Good list. If you're out there voting, he's your MVP. Three to three, Yankees uh, did not add to that uh, with the bases loaded. So the wild pitch is what ties it up. So we go to the seventh. Texas three, Yankees three. And the Orioles and the Phillies tied up at two apiece in the National League. We got some late games, though, Mateo. Yeah, Phillies did get out of a jam. There was a guy on third um, with a couple outs, but they were able to retire him without. Oh, Phillies just uh, hit one, uh, a little wall banger. And now they're in business. Runners at the corners with nobody out. No, second and third, pardon me. In the bottom of the seventh, nobody out. So the Phillies in business. So a 9.38, so in about. Six, seven minutes. Here's uh, 6.38 Pacific. That is the Astros and the Angels. Garcia on the hill for the Astros as a minus 210 favorite, plus 175 on the Angels if you want them as underdogs. Uh, 9.40 Eastern, 6.40 Pacific. We got the Braves and the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks really, really trying to get it. The the, uh, Orioles are going to let them have a chance here, it looks like, (laughs) to to, uh, get into that lead as, as far as not having the worst record. In all of baseball, uh, Ian Anderson on the hill for the Braves is a minus one eighty favorite. Kelly plus one fifty five underdog there 
for the Diamondbacks, 940 Eastern, 640 Pacific, Mariners and A's, Flexen for the Mariners, Irvin for the A's. The A's, minus 155 favorites here, Flexen and the Mariners, plus 135 underdogs in the last game of the evening, 10-10 Eastern, 7-10 Pacific. I'm not making this up. Scott Casimir versus Vince Velasquez uh, for the Giants and Padres. And it is a coin flip. 110 on both sides over at DraftKings. Yes, Scott Casimir making the start there for the Giants. And Vince Velasquez is a Padre. So there you have it. It's amazing. The middle of a pennant race. We're going to roll out Scott Casimir tonight. (laughs) Here's a great tweet, Matt. I think this is a valid one. Uh, From Inferior Bowl. Uh, Says, if Football Outsiders' chance to win the Super Bowl for the Buccaneers is legitimate... Is the Tampa Bay, L.A. Rams line off for this week? It's a good question. I think it is. Like I said, though, so early in the season, they have to rely with these DVOA rankings like so much on their priors, you know, and and the the Bucs just had such incredible priors Mm -hmm. coming into the season and then have performed so well in these first two games that I think even shots would probably tell you whenever you talk to them that it's like, going to be a little bit skewed because they have to rely so much on on priors. Uh, that's why they have this other formula called Dave, which is like a little bit more of, of a balanced deal. I love there. I know. They, Dave. I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> Dave. Yeah. So to, to try to, with all of that. But yeah, I mean, I think he'd probably tell you that 22.2% two games into the season would be a little too much for well, any team. And you're talking about going off the priors. Didn't the Bucks last year DVOA? Weren't those like DVOA records for a team last year over like a several week span? I thought I remember hearing that uh, throughout the season last year. Yeah, I mean they were they performed extremely well throughout the course of uh, throughout the course of everything. I just thought it was more interesting than anything. More uh, more than more of it was just the other four teams, right? Just to see that it was the the. Uh, you would imagine the Chiefs being there, but then the Ravens, Bills, and Rams being the the three teams that close out the the top five right there, according to those rankings. The uh, they also have the uh, most likely to get number one number one number one overall pick. And oh it's, yeah, uh, let's do that because that'll dovetail into our winless thing coming it's, uh, up. It's the Jets. Oh wow, it's go the, go through those if you would. Jets, Jags, Falcons, Lions, and then Texans. They have it fifth. But if you remember, they were much higher on the Texans. Yes. The, yeah, they were much higher on the Texans. They they still thought they were going to be bad, but they were much higher on the Texans than every other single projection system out there. And so you're even seeing that here. Yeah, you and Aaron were about to go to blows that night. <laughs> yeah, on, on this. Um, that being said, also you got to factor in that there is a win banked already for for the Texans. So I mean Correct. that's going to go into this formula as well. So, so yes. give me an order again, if you would. Jets, Jags, Falcons, Lions. Texans. And what are the percentages? Uh, 21% for the ja- oh, uh, for the Jets. Oh, my God. So the Jets' chance to get number one is almost as great as the Bucks, according to them, to win the Super Bowl. Jags, 18%. Falcons, 18%. Uh, Lions, 13%. And then, the, and then the Texans at 6%. That has priors, too, though. Yeah. Uh, the Jags are going to be ahead of the Jets here in short time. I think so. I think so. That said, it... All, I think all I think the Falcons are going to get it. Fig- I, I think the Falcons are going to get it figured out. They'll mm-hmm. win. They'll win a few games this year. But I think the Jets and Jags and Lions and Texans are all going to struggle. Out of curiosity, out of curiosity, who's sixth? Uh, I'd have to look. They, oh, they don't, okay. It's only because those are the top. five usual suspects. Yeah. So I would imagine. I don't want to guess. I don't want to offend any more New York football teams, right? But I, I, I would be curious to know who six would be. Yeah, you know, I can. I'll, we'll, I'll find we'll, it as we'll we go that. through this. Stuff, but that's yeah. interesting. And again, that's just one analytics site, Football Outsiders. But they do everything by granular play-by-play data. Mm-hmm. That's what DVOA is. Really measures it against what a uh, sort of uh, you know replacement level play would be versus how you perform. That team performs on a given play in a given situation, and does that kind of thing at that granular granular level to come up with their uh, defense value over-adjusted, whatever it stands for, DVOA, uh, metric, which is their proprietary number. It is the Giants at six. It is the Giants at six. That's what I figured. Sorry, Giants fans. Sorry. Sorry. Um, Yankees, anytime you're ready to go ahead of this game, uh, I'd be thrilled with that. Phillies did retake the lead. Bryce Harper walk, though, Gil. Bryce Bryce Harper walk. Bryce Harper walk, Gil. Gil, update. Bryce Harper (laughs) walk. Bryce Harper walk. Uh, Phillies up over Baltimore three to two. Uh, in that one, St. Louis still crushing Milwaukee seven to one. Bottom of the seventh, or excuse me, top of the seventh uh, at Milwaukee, and uh, yeah, three to three Yankees and the Rangers. I think the Rangers have one man on now and one out or two out in 
the top of the seventh. So, or or did they go to the seventh inning stretch, perhaps? Did the Yankees get out of that inning? Maybe they did. All right. So, Yankees, therefore, looking good with a chance to uh, take the lead in the bottom half of the seventh. Yeah, they're in the seventh inning stretch, three to three in that one. That doesn't surprise you. That list of six at the bottom, with the exception of the order, maybe, at the right. top, none of that surprises you. In in the least bit. In, uh, the, like I said, in... As we progress, the Falcons won't be in there, I don't think. I think they're yeah. going to win. They're going to win a handful of games. The other thing that Aaron Schott said when he was on primetime action before the season, he said, remember when they came to the Raiders, he said, they're the most meh team. Like, every way that he analyzed them, they were just the most boring, straight-down-the-middle team. Where does he have the Raiders now after a 2-0, and I wonder? You know, that's... That had to have changed. As far as, like, from a DVOA ranking? Yeah, DVOA ranking, let's say. Not, yeah. not to win the Super Bowl. DVOA ranking. I would imagine they're a top 10 easily at this point. Yeah, they, they are, are sitting. Are you serious? Wow, they're yeah. 19th. So he still hasn't. So Football Outsiders has not changed their view of the Raiders. See, that's I, I'm kind of with Aaron. I don't know if I'd put them 19th. But I, I get the whole mediocrity thing. Just again, if you're, if we can't, we can't overreact to these records. The Minnesota Vikings are literally two plays away from being two and zero. Instead, they're zero and two. Right. Yep. They're the most hard luck team mm-hmm. in football. And can you tell? Can you sit there and say, "Oh, the Raiders are better than the Vikings"? No, you can't. Where does he have the Vikings? By the way, I keep peppering these questions. Twentieth. <laughs> Never mind. I was like, they're probably top ten. I walked right into that one. No, they're not. 20th. They're twentieth. Right. <laughs> Interesting. It, it is interesting. And, and these early season ones, like, they'll tell you, you know, like, a little bit skewed. A little bit skewed. Sure. Like, the Vikings in the, in the Dave ranking, yeah. which is less about with the prior, right. is 15th. I mean, so it's like, two weeks of Dave. So, it has them, yeah. has them a little bit more middle of the pack there. Four to two. Phillies uh, add a run to their lead against Baltimore. How about the uh, – I know we're going way, way too into football outsiders here, but how about the Chiefs number two in, in the Dave – 16th in DVOA. Mm-hmm. Well, they've not. That, that defense has been right. Horrific. They, horrific, par, they yeah. parse them out offense and defense yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. The defense has been horrific. So it's uh, that that doesn't surprise me. In the oh, least. Oh yeah, bit. that's for DVOA offense. Second on offense, 30th and 31st in defense. Do you? I know you. You rely on Football Outsiders. You rely on Pro Football Focus. You rely on several things. Is there one that you trust more than the others, or is it kind of? I take them all, the smush it all together, smush it all. And, the and, smush and, model. Yeah, and then go. Yeah, and then and then go from there. One of the other interesting things, and now it is juiced, and so it's it's probably going to ping pong back and forth, guys. But it's just going to be interesting for us tomorrow, whenever the lines come out in these contests. That Patriots line. Now down to two and a half. Come on, Circa. Give us the two and a half. At DraftKings. That'd be fun. Don't be pesky. That'd be fun. Odds to be the last winless team in the National Football League. We break it down. The seven candidates next. You can bet on it. Beeson's primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action. Gil, Matt, Kelly, uh, we appreciate you hanging with us tonight. Last night... We uh, went over to DraftKings and we talked about the team that would be the last undefeated team in the National Football League among the seven undefeateds. And pretty much the conclusion we came to is that if it's not Tampa, then the one long shot flyer was probably the Raiders. Probably the Raiders based on their, their schedule at 10 to 1. But the Buccaneers probably the, uh, the more sure thing. How about the last winless team? Seven winless teams after two weeks of the NFL season. And here they are. Nice job on this, Kelly. This is a glorious-looking graphic here. Uh, the Lions, Jaguars, Jets, Colts, Giants, Falcons, and Vikings. Those are the 0-2s left. And those are the those are the, what happens after that are the subsequent five weeks of scheduling for these teams starting this Sunday from week three to week seven to give us a sense of, okay, what team is facing the toughest schedule? What team is facing perhaps the easier track? Remember, we have to reverse our thinking from last night. So let's start at the top, Matt and Kelly. Lions plus 125. They are the short shot to be the last winless team because as you look at their schedule, they do have the Ravens this week. We already know that they are a big home dog in that one. North of a seven-point dog in that. Then they travel to their division rival, Chicago Bears, on the road. Then they're on the road again at another division rival, the Minnesota Vikings, before they come back home to play the Bengals and then travel to face the Rams again. Not too easy. Not too easy. Jaguars and Jets are plus 250. Now, the Jaguars and Jets, keep in mind, the buys matter here because you, you almost get a free bingo square. Right. right. So the Jaguars have four games before a buy. Cardinals, Bengals, Titans, Dolphins. And the Bengals one is on the road. Ooh. Hmm. I think that's your winner just off the top. Jets plus 250. They got the Broncos this week. They're big double-digit dogs. Um, that one's in Denver, isn't it? Isn't that one in Denver, the yeah. Jets? Yeah, that one should be at Denver. Yeah. Then it's the Titans. Then it's at the Falcons. Then the bye, which is helpful. But then at New England. Oh, Jets are pretty. Uh, Jets are pretty live here. Yeah, these. This is a. This is much tougher than this last night. This is much tougher. Yeah, <laughs> this is way tougher I, than last night. The one I night. can't figure out. I'm gonna. Sorry, I'm gonna jump Go ahead. out a little yeah. bit. Is the Falcons like? Shouldn't they be? Like, I mean, those are all theoretically like winnable. Yeah, they are like, winnable. Week after week, yeah. at least in my mind, I, I. They should be at the Vikings' odds, if not longer than the Vikings' odds, in my. Right, but the Vikings have a home game against Detroit in there too. But you're right, the Falcons. I mean, they have multiple opportunities at the Jets and home against the at, at the Giants and home against the Jets, being the most glaring. Like, unlike the Lions, Jags, and Jets, like the Falcons are going to be favorites at least yeah. against the Jets, yeah. and the and, Vikings will be favorite against the Lions. Yeah, and so yeah, boy, the Colts will be favorite for, favorites four weeks from now against the Texans too. So and maybe maybe depending on the quarterback situation with Miami as well. Maybe if, if it's still Brissett and they've got Wentz and the whole nine yards, like so. This is I think what we're saying is this is between the Lions, Jaguars, Jets, and Giants in terms of a bet. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know how you could go outside of those three. I know that's boring, but like but, I, I was just looking at this right now. I see why they're seven fifty because they're favorites this week against the Falcons. But then right. if the Falcons win this week. Your bet would be the Giants. Right. Because now they're dogs four straight weeks. Would it, though? Because the Lions, Jaguars, and Jets, like some of those are really, like the Jaguars, where are they winning? And that, that I mean, I, like, when do they play the Texans next? Like, that's like the next yeah. time, right? Didn't we talk about this so much in the preseason? I, I think I would bet the Jaguars at plus 250, and if I'm wrong, tip yeah. of the cap. The Lions could pick off the Bears yeah. in, in fields 
second start. The Jets could theoretically beat the Falcons. I'm just saying the Jaguars are the one team there where I don't see a win. Right. In those four, yeah, four weeks, at least they got the, the buy on yeah. there. I I kind of feel the same. I kind of feel the same way about the Jets, though, is the problem. And then at some point, at least I know the Jaguars play the Texans. The Jets, man, I'm trying to look, scroll down there. Jets play the Texans too, November 28th. <laughs> I've got to look even deeper now. I'm serious. Like I have to look even deeper for the Giants because if they don't beat the Falcons. Mm-hmm. It's four straight weeks of being dogs. There'll be dogs at New Orleans, at Cowboys for sure, and Rams and Panthers for sure. So it's four straight. When when when, when are they a favorite again? Like when would they possibly be a favorite again? But again, I keep coming back to well, that that is that is a nice thought. I keep coming back to the Jaguars, and it sort of trumps all. Like when are they ever going to be a favorite again? I mean, I, all year. I mean, yeah, right. Maybe never. I guess yeah. that's why I kept throwing out the Texans. At least you know you're going to play them again. It's probably not. They're not even favorites in that game, probably. But it's at least at least a winnable game. Uh, I I would. Just, the more I think about, it, I would take the Jaguars. I'll let you all have the other six teams. And I, I, I don't. Very I'm, okay, Giants goes Chiefs, Raiders, Bucks yeah. after that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I mean, there Eagles, is a scenario. Eagles at, yeah. Yes. Eagles at home. That, that's literally as easy as the rest of their their season gets. Yeah. So the Giants at plus seven fifty would be a pretty, pretty interesting bet. It's Chiefs Raiders Bucks and and the Chiefs oh, and Bucks man. are both on the road. <laughs> I feel so bad for the Giants fans out there now that I'm like really looking at this schedule and it's like this could be a. It's long like they better season. beat the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. You better get a win against the Falcons because this might be a long season. Well, that's what makes that that loss against Washington so brutal. Right. Because they had that game was won, but Dexter Lawrence jumped off sides. And now, if they lose the Falcons, you could be staring at a monster winless start of the season. I, I guess just okay. So it would be it would be the Giants then for me, Matt, because I think at least if you're gonna make a bet like this, I think you gotta go. I think you gotta go a little longer than these short these short odds. I'm very surprised the Lions are shorter than the Jaguars. I hear what you all are saying about uh, I don't the Giants. Disagree. I don't disagree with yeah. that. Yeah, why, why aren't they the same number right now? Yeah. At least? I'm just saying, y'all can take the plus 750, but I'll take the plus 250 and be very happy it, with the it. The Jags would be the short shot, for yeah, sure. Because be. the Lions could pick off the Bears mm-hmm. in, in field second start. And then, you know, look. Yes, they haven't looked nearly I love as bad. Jesus H. Burrow, but I mean, I mean seriously, <laughs> like week six, that offensive line is still terrible. I mean, he, he could get sacked. 54 times in that game and like you know it could be it could be tight the line they're not they're not like when we, they're not gonna win very very win very many games but like we don't look yes. at that team like like and right. think that there's completely incompetent no, they, right. they have pleasantly they're for an 0-2 team they have pleasantly surprised me so far this year and I think the Jaguars are way worse than they are right now that's why as as Interesting as that giant scenario is, I think I still well, you know what? I'd probably play them both. That, but that's, that's true. Just just like you played the Bucks and the Raiders and the, and the Rams, other one, yeah. I think you played the Jags. No, and the you're Giants right. Those here. are the I would play those two, and then yeah, might have a fun bet. To I don't think you lose if you. I mean, there's none of those other teams are gonna. I, mean, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Some the way, of these teams was, are like, hey, wait a minute, what yeah. about us? If you were listening yeah. to us last night, that I mean, that was one of the stipulations last night we put on the Raiders game. But now you've got Derek Carr looking like he's probably gonna play, right? Like still yeah. questionable, but we think he's gonna go. Two is definitely out. That was kind of the one we were scared about with, with them. And I, I don't know, like that. I think that was ten to one when we looked at that last night. Raiders, that might be worth a a splash, a little sprinkle. And I'll just say, uh, like with the undefeated teams, a tie doesn't mean you're still not undefeated, and a tie here still doesn't mean you're not winless. Also, save your tweets. We know you can probably roll over this, that, and the other oh, niner in there. Whatever, yeah, just, just stop. save it. Save we it. know. We know. We get it. More fo- there, there, there are not very many betters who are going to do that. We, they're just going to bet something like that. We get it, and yes. no one in life bets that yeah. way. <laughs> Just, just want to point that out. Yes. One last thing on the way out. I, you know what? I should say this for tomorrow because it's a bigger point. We can't make it in 90 seconds. So we'll Are you going to do tomorrow. a long tease? No, no, no. It's actually a point that you <laughs> wanted to make. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought we were going to do Ryan Hyatt's question. 
Oh, you want to do that? We got. We can do that in 90 Go ahead. seconds. What's the Ryan Hyatt question? Right, Ryan, que- Ryan Hyatt question of the night. You're down to your last bankroll bet. You can get advice for one bet from any VEASAN personality. Who who do you talk to and what sport are you betting on? Breakfast money hangs in the balance. So I guess you can never eat again if you lose. <laughs> That's a pretty big bet. That's pretty big. Because I was thinking I was thinking originally I'm down to my last bet in my bankroll, then I'm betting a longer shot future right. because, like, whatever. Well, yeah, like, don't, don't make it the last bet. I, I could dissect to... this question way down because I'm like, I'm like yeah. if I've done that, I'm probably done betting. Yeah. Right. Like, right. I'm yeah, not doing this right. <laughs> Eliminate that part of it. Like, who would you just, if you, if you just wanted to make one bet and you could only make one bet, who's the person? And you're not allowed to pick yourself. Should we add that layer as well? I got I got I got I'd have to think about this, but the uh I mean ten, tennis and Gill would have to be up there. I would take y'all's golf. I'm serious. Yeah, and same. Well, like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. If it was last bankroll, then it would absolutely be golf or tennis futures with you two. Right, right because we'd want to Try to run up our bankroll. <laughs> We'd be like, I need a 65 to 1 go like, yeah. badly. Yeah, you, you better give me a 75 to 1, Brown, or else. <laughs> Try to run it up. On uh, uh. that note, uh, we're going to Circa. Tim Murray, Sean King next with a nightcap. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.